and welcome to Riot. I'm your host, Tisa, and this is Mamie. Hello. Do I usually sound that way when I do Riot? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's been a while. Been a week? It's been two like weeks. Like a week and a half? Yeah. So today, we want to talk about anagrams. We both took a quiz. So I learned about them from Brene Brown, who talked about a guy who's been studying them for years and wrote a couple books about it. And basically there was nine different kinds of anagrams. And each one is very specific to the person and kind of how they were raised and talk about some different childhood traumas that they might have gone through. And um, Brene Brown said that when she was reading it, she wanted to throw the book across the room because it felt so true to her. So I thought... Why not? I used the promo code that Brene Brown provided, and <laughs> I took the test, and so did Tisa, and I think that our results are pretty damn accurate. Yes. And I like the number one, and you didn't like the number one, but it did describe us both our number one. Right. Which, mine was number two, the helper, and she is... I am number four, the individualist. Yeah. But we both had um, number nine as our third. Right. My number five, number five, the investigator is my number two. And Tisa's is what, number the, seven? Number seven, the enthusiast. Yeah. Um, But I would rather be more like the enthusiast than the helper because I didn't like the negative stuff that was said about myself, which I know are to be true because... um. In a healthy relationship, if you're, a certain person is acting a certain way, if you can, if you tell them, hey, this is the way that you're acting, this is not healthy, then you fix them. So a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, May did that. She told me, hey, you, this is what's going on. And so I've been working on it since she said that because I didn't even know what was going on. But then I kind of did, but I didn't at all. So, so she pointed out, so... I am working on it very hard and a lot help. Like I'm happy every single day. Every single day, there's I'm have no worries because I've been working on not holding on to the past. Um, when, like, I feel like an old person because you know in stories they say that the person holds on to the past like oh the good old days when I used to do this and that's how I am and it's not a bad thing but when it's just like. I'm just sad that the days, today is not like those days. So I'm really working really hard on letting it go and just living in the now and preparing myself for the future. And I have not been any, I, I'm so happy the past two weeks working on myself. And so. So basically the helper, which is what you are, is somebody who lives to serve others and who forgets that they're their own person. Yes. And just wants to take care of everybody around them and forgets that they have their own individuality to work on. Yes. And, and then I also reading all of this and then because like I've been noticing in the past year that I'm becoming more and more like my mother. And then that makes me sad because my mom is the, has that personality. Number two, and she doesn't her whole entire life since she was a kid, she's taken care of all her brothers and sisters and then their their nieces, her nieces and nephews and other people's kids. So throughout her life, she's just been a caretaker and she's 
in her 70s. And she had a meltdown a few years ago and was like, this is just my life, just taking care of children. And then we told her she should take a vacation by herself and go and do stuff. And she didn't. And I think she should have. She should have went. We told her she should go to um, California where uh, one of my oldest nephews lives. Him and his husband live out there in San Francisco, maybe. I don't remember right now. But we told her she should just go. Just go for like a week or a weekend. Just be by herself and like enjoy spending time with my nephew because she enjoys talking to him. They have great conversation. My nephew is very intelligent and he's in the Air Force. So I think she would have enjoyed it, but she didn't. And then my brothers had kids. So <laughs> now she's taking care of those kids. And I get sad because she says she wouldn't change her life, but she's just sad. Like, she didn't get to experience more than she wanted. And I don't want to end up that way. I don't. So, I don't want to regret anything. And I want to experience it, so... I'm ready to, with my fiance here, to experience things that she, with her that she's already experienced. But she wants. She told me when we first got together, she wants to travel with me, and she wants to see the world through my eyes with my excitement and everything. And that was the sweetest thing anybody's ever really told me. Well, it was a fight too. What was a fight? When I said I wanted to travel. Why was it a fight? Because you're like we can't afford to. We'll never be able to afford to. No, this was when it was just me and you. This was before the kids came home. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's what. <laughs> this is her. This is her topic, and she's like yawning and. Sorry, I'm. I'm. I had a rough morning. Um. So I am a number four. That means I'm an individualist. That means I'm super creative, witty, passionate, but I'm also moody, uh, pretentious, self-indulgent, self-serving. So we have her who thinks about others but never thinks about herself, and then we have me who thinks about myself but doesn't think about others. Yes. So... Um, it's interesting because I do think I'm creative. I do think I live in my own mind and I don't get out of my mind very much. Some of the things that it says about being an individualist is that you want to be unique. You want to be that one person that's outside the box, but I don't feel that way because I feel like everybody's their own person and nobody's above anybody else and shouldn't be. Um, I don't think I'm unique in this world at all. I just think I'm just another voice. You are very unique. You don't really listen to music. No. You don't. I just asked you today if you would watch Dance With Me, World of Dance, because it's an amazing show, like the talent that's on the show. And you're like, eh. I'm like, have you ever seen it? No. Do you like dance? I don't know. So it's like, I think you are. You're an individual and you're you're very different from a lot of people from everybody that i've 
come in contact with, you are I have very felt, individual. I have felt like... So, do you feel like you're included in your family? Do you feel like you're a part of it? Yes and no. I, and I think it's because I don't put any effort that I want to be included. I just want them to include me. But they don't because I'm usually... I don't. So I need to be more proactive with that part because I want to hang out. I want to go to the barbecues that my brothers have together and drink with them. But it, it's it been years since I had because, you know, sometimes people don't know that other people want to be included. So if you just say, hey, I, I want to be included or let them know I want to be included, then they start inviting you. So that's, that's not what, what I meant, though. Oh, what do you what mean? What I meant then? is do you feel like you're a part of your family? Well, yeah. Do you feel like you're genuinely wanted and a, a genuine part? Yeah. Because I've always felt like the, the, the stepchild, the, the one who gets left out of everything. Because I don't, I don't ever felt like, feel like I ever fit into my family. I feel like, you know, my mom had my brother and my dad had my sister and then on the other side, my dad had this whole, my real dad had this whole other family. And I just, I wanted to be a part of something and I wanted somebody to want me the most and nobody ever did. And I just never felt like I was a part of anything. I felt like, well, this is how they feel. How come I feel different? This is how they see the world. How come I don't see the world like that? And I never quite understood why. I felt different. I never really felt the need to rebel, per se, because I, in my life, I've lived a very conservative life, but I still never felt like I've ever fit in anywhere. Do you feel that way because that's in your own head? I've always felt that way. I think that sometimes that it's in your own head. That you feel that you don't belong because you don't feel worthy. Um, because from what I noticed in our friend group, the four of us were hanging out. You still didn't feel like you were a part of it, but you were. Like, Sabrina painted you pa paintings. Like, she, you're the only one that she painted that for. And in the bathroom, the other one. Like, you're the only one she's painted things for. Like, she likes you. Like, she thinks you're fucking interesting. She thinks you're... You're so interesting and so smart. Like, she finds you intimidating. Because Remember when she we would talk and she'd be like, what does that mean? And she was felt intimidated by you. Because you are so intelligent and you use words that a lot of people don't know. Still, to this day, I still, when you use a word, I still look it up to see what the fuck you're talking about. I'm like, okay. You know, I just did it the other day. So, you are worthy. And I, I feel like that might be an... It, it might be part of the Enneagram thing, though, because that's the whole thing, that we don't feel like we have a place, or that we belong anywhere. So maybe it's not necessarily the word unique, because that really doesn't strike me as what I feel I am, but it's just we don't feel like we're like a puzzle piece that just doesn't fit anywhere. Okay. But I also think it's the own, the person... Keeping them from fitting anywhere. I don't know. I could go a psychologist on you, but... But you don't want what? to pursue that as a degree. <laughs> You're so funny. 
like, we're both enrolled in schools. No, we're not. Well. They fucking dropped me. Because they said I wasn't participating even though I was halfway done. Like, what? I think they probably wanted you to do that first one. The one that you said you didn't want to do. Because you had it in your head. But they need... It's an online school, so I think that they wanted you to do that first one. I think that you think... What you think doesn't matter because it's happened and it's fine and it's over. I don't need a reason why it happened. I just, it happened and now I have to do something else. And I'm enrolled in schools as well. Um, I have, I'm enrolled in Southern New Hampshire University and I'm trying to see out the programs for Western New Mexico University because it's hell a lot cheaper. It's like $30 a credit. So that's like a hundred and what twenty dollars a class or something ninety to a hundred twenty dollars a class. One class costs three hundred. Excuse me, fifty four dollars. That's excuse me, North um, Southwestern. But I told May May that she needs to. She she should not that she needs to. She should look into the programs at. Um, Western New Mexico because it has the interdisciplinary studies and she's very interdisciplinary studies because she would love, to, I know she would love to do, it's, you pick two or three subjects and that's your career goal. Those are your concentrations for this degree. And then you, they also have a master's in the same thing where you pick two or three studies and you concentrations and you go for it. And I think that might help her because there's a lot of things that she's interested in and, and that interdisciplinary studies for me that would be great for me because I have an issue just picking one program that's why I have a liberal arts degree as my associates because I couldn't pick anything so this new degree that's come out for a few years or however long it's been out is a great thing for people like both of us because she has a problem picking something and sticking to it because she her interests are all over the place because she she does have a wide range of interests and I think this would be good but it's up to her what she wants to do I just given her options just talking her through like a good fiance does I don't know what I want to do I'm kind of lost and that's okay it's just a season I remember seeing a quote that said it's not you're being lost you're just getting directed to, to someone you're not lost, you're just getting directed. I just need to find the time to listen. So the Bible says that God's voice does not come <laughs> in the fire, it's not in the earthquake, it's nowhere, it's just a whisper. And um, with my life, everything is so chaotic, everything is happening all around me, and my heart is so loud and my mind is so loud that I don't take the time that I need to to be able to hear that small whisper that's inside me and telling me what to do. And I haven't done that, so now I'm feeling lost because I don't have that touchstone. And so now I need to find the time to just listen and pay attention. And I'm having a hard time doing that, so that's my problem. And at least I know what my problem is. Yeah. And at least you know how to fix it. Yes. But I do think the Enneagrams are pretty accurate. Because your other Enneagram is what? About wanting to be a part of people and wanting to be out there in the action and doing things. and uh, The enthusiast? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 
my other one is really cerebral and wanting to investigate everything and know the investigator. Yeah, and know what was your all what, the sides of all the issues. Oh, what were we? We both had the peacemaker. Right. Okay. So wasn't your helper like zero points? No, my my uh, no, my helper was sixteen points. The loyalist was the lowest for me. What does the loyalist? I don't know. My least is the individualist. I have nine on that. That's funny. And it's your highest. It's my highest. I have twenty three. It's because the number because my number two takes over me. Thinking about yourself ever. Mm-hmm. And I am thinking about myself right now, going to school, yeah. growing. Yeah. That was the whole point of being in together is to grow together. And we're going to grow together. Yeah. Even though you say you feel lost, I don't think that you're lost. I think it's just, it was something that we saw, something that I read. I think it was in the fucking magic book. Yeah, exactly. It was not, you're not lost, you're you're getting directed to some where you belong, or you're on the path to where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And a lot of times, though, we're stubborn, and we don't want to hear what is being said. But we also have a bunch of other things planned. We're doing a lot of projects, and that's really exciting. There's some stuff that you you should be excited about. You were just a couple days ago. Today, she just feels very heavy. I am mentally congested. Or uh, mentally... What did, it, what did I say? I wrote it down. Mentally... Yeah, mentally congested. I have too much going on in my head, and I can't sort through and figure out anything I don't have direction because everything is happening um and some days are like that I've been like that all weekend now I've just felt heavy for four or five days now since the big since because of the long weekend Thursday. Well, I just want you to feel better. And I know you will. This will pass. This happens. Yes. And then you come out of it and you're like, this is what I want to do. Yep. It's fine. It'll be fine. There's nothing. I just have to spend some time By myself, um, in a quiet room where there's going to be no distractions and nobody to listen to me and I need to spend some time in meditation and... Didn't you used to meditate in the mornings? Yeah, and I don't do it as much because I journal and then I want to get outside and walk before I have to go to work. 
meditating in the afternoons as well. I remember you. Yeah, but you guys are just, I just, I need to get out of my office as soon as I'm done because there's things that people need attention for. And you know, you can tell everybody to stay away. Yeah, but they won't. Have you met my kids? They like to be near me all the time. Oh, I know. I get dirty looks from Sindel when you try to kiss me. I told her yesterday she's cock blocking me. Yeah, so. <laughs> anyway. So today, go upstairs and meditate. That's my plan. Oh. As long as I can get up there before Sindel's like, let's go swimming. That's when you need to be firm with the children and be like, stay here. I'm going to go take care of something and I'll be back. So anything else you want to talk about the anagrams? No, I I just thought mine was pretty accurate. And uh, Brene Brown was talking about how all the number fours have never met a number four before. Because we all think that we're unique. And I don't think that. I would like to meet another four. Sindel's convinced she's a four, but I think she needs to take the test before she figures that out. Hmm. At my best, I am encouraging, loving, self-nurturing, constant, joyous, humble, forgiving, gracious, and compassionate. I'm, at my best, I am, let's see. When she's looking for that, I'm going to, what we're doing with the kids today, I came up with the idea because... Sindel is hot-headed and she just likes to yell at us and so we decided that we're going to talk to them in a calm man calm manner and hopefully us talking to them in a calm manner they want to like they send us things all the time to say oh when you we ask you why we don't want to be told because I said so like this bullshit that this fucking thing is on um tiktok they keep sending us videos about it and most of the time they're like stupid things like Amanda would be like, hey, can you guys bring me a cookie? And both of them say no. And it's just like, this is your mom. Respect her. And if she's asking for something, you give to her. Like, she's precious and she's loving and takes care of you. She, If she, if you say to her, mom, come here. And she's like, this is an example. This both happened yesterday. Amanda said, can I, somebody bring me water? And they both said no. And then uh, Sindel said, mom, come here. And then Amanda said, I just got comfortable. And then I said, then stay here and lay down and relax. But what did she do? She got up out of her comfortability and went to serve her child. But they won't serve her. So it frustrates me because I would, I was taught to respect your mom and to do whatever she says and never question. Were you taught that way? But you, but you were taught to like, if she said, bring me this, you would go and get it. Not saying why or. Absolutely. Okay. So what I want to change is the way that we speak to them because we, we just get frustrated with the kids because we're all stuck in this house. So we're trying. So today I said, we need to talk to them nicely. So I don't remember. It was just a couple hours ago. I said, Sindel, can you please blah 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 in a calm manner and then she yelled at me 
And I said, and I hugged Amanda and I said, see, I taught Darren to calm energy. She's yelling at me. So we're going to try speaking to them with calm and explaining because this is what they asked for. This is what they asked for. They want to be explained. So that's what we're going to do. Did you find your thing? I did. So it says, at their best, healthy forest drive to be true to themselves, they're emotionally honest and aren't afraid to reveal themselves to others, warts and all. They combine self-awareness and introspection with great emotional strength and endurance. I like my at best. Do you like your at best? Yeah. Then I'm going to try to be better a number two and a number whatever the other one was. I'm going to work on being... Uh, the best at number two and the best at number seven. And I know I'm going to have my bad days. Everybody has their bad days. But we shall not unpack and live there. Sure. True story. It's just not easy. And this quarantine is hard. Knowing that my kids are going to their dads for the summer is hard. But we have a big, bright future ahead of us. Yes. And we're working on things. We have projects that are very amazing. Like I'm really excited about the projects. And um, if you're interested in them, please go to Rebel Mayhem LLC on Facebook and check them out. Um, uh, we're going to be having a Dear May May segment um, on... We haven't really followed through with, like, talked about if we're going to just do it on the podcast, like have our online content content on our podcast or what have you. I'm not going to do it or, saying it. Okay, so she wants to do it in I'm writing. Write it. Okay. So I told you that yesterday. Yeah, but then I just had a thought right now about oh. um if we put the segment on Dear Maymay tonight uh, today on Dear Maymay, then you read. No. Okay. Just an idea. So that will be an online content and not a podcast content. Uh-huh. So, and then we also have something special coming up. We have, we'll do the podcast next week about it and we'll be starting it in uh, June for it, for everyone. Yep. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being involved. You are so... <laughs> It's so hard to do a podcast with the way that you're feeling right now. I know. I know, because I'm just not being able to connect with anything. I feel it, too. You're not alone. Okay. So, (laughs) I guess we're hanging up now for stopping the podcast. But thank you for listening. If you're interested in anagrams, like, this episode didn't really go into anything. Renee Brown has a really good um, podcast uh, called Unlocking Us. She talks to a guy named Chris Quartz, and it's really fascinating, and when you listen to it, I listened to it twice, because I, I listened to it before we took the test, and then I listened to it after, and I got a whole new perspective on everything the second time I listened to it after I knew. So I highly recommend it. Um, Her podcast, again, is Unlocking Us. And if you have a moment, listen to all of them. She's great. Um, But that one in particular is the one that was last Wednesday. And um, if you want more information, it's there. We just thought 
with share. And if you already know what your number is, let us know. I would be interested to know what everybody else's numbers are. Oh, wow. You got excited about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love you, baby. I love you. But uh, check us out on Rebel Mayhem LLC. I have posted a post about her doing um, Dear Maymay. You can email her at maymaysmayhem at gmail.com or you can send a message through the Facebook on the LL, um, Rebel Mayhem LLC. You can message us on there. Um, and I'm pretty excited about our projects that are coming up. I'm like super duper excited and I'm super duper excited about going to school and just getting things done. So thank you for tuning in to Rebel Mayhem's Riot. And I am your host, Tisa, and this is Maymay. Bye.